All right, Peter. You are the youngest. Correct. I am the youngest. And it's always been tagged. The youngest is spoiled. Let's have a contest. Who is more spoiled? Tony or Peter? I'm assuming it was me, but Can I have I reasons behind it. Ask questions. Sure. Um, I, yeah, yeah. So you're are you gonna be yeah. the judge and jury? You're the moderator. Yes, because I'm not an only. I'm a middle. So I gotta ask you the qualifiers. All right, go ahead. Okay. What was the thing that you got that your older siblings didn't get that they were pissed about? Everything. Everything. Um, According to the siblings, I remember a specific argument. My sister, I won't say which one, was really upset that I had gotten a Red Wings jersey. Wow. And it wasn't like a good one. I was like four, so it was a toddler Red Wings jersey. I got a Red Wings jersey, and I got a pair of matching wind pants. I know. We've seen those pictures. <laughs> and and, and she said, he got a life. jersey, and he got pants, and he's not good. <laughs> Ouch. And my dad my dad pulled that this isn't about him. <laughs> oh, how cute. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love my sister. And I. In Tony, in the everything that you got, was it like what? What's a specific you can think of? Yeah. Oh, what uh, kind of jersey did you get? That I didn't get any of that. We got nothing. We were like poor, oh so we got absolutely nothing. Uh, so like, I got like, like what? Okay, so my siblings they grew up like in like really. My dad was a a minister, right? So they grew up in these small towns like Benson, Montevideo. Redwood Falls, Tracy. I mean, that's where they lived, right? And maybe, and then Tracy finally Milroy. Burnsville. Finally, Burnsville, right? They lived in mm-hmm. Burnsville. And I grew up in Kenwood, like by Lake of the Isles. Like mm-hmm. they were competing for like other kids. They would get a a, a baseball mitt. My kid, my kids, I was growing up were going to Vail and going to prep school at Tufts and. Stuff like that, like we was a, and I would get like, oh yeah, you got a baseball mitt and a ball. Like he got a ball and a mitt. We had to go make a ball out of tape. You know that would be like the stuff. <laughs> I wasn't really spoiled, but compared to my extremely deprived brothers, that I always got our neighborhood I grew up in was on a completely different planet than the neighborhoods you grew up in in Montevideo uh. or Benson. So there's my spoiled stories. Uh. Well, I, I would also quantify that I am my mommy's miracle baby. Oh, here we go. Lara loves this. Thankfully, <laughs> she never listens to the podcast. Yep. Oh, does um, she hate it? She No, she just doesn't care about hockey. Oh, okay. So my parents tried. No, the pod. I guess she, she hates the pod, but she <laughs> hates the story. Oh, yeah, because I say it all, all the time. All yeah. the time. She, like, my mom. Instant eye roll. Instant eye roll. loves me. <clears throat> my mom is... I'm like the light of her life. Actually, her eight oh grandchildren gosh. are the lights of her life. But growing up, yeah, I was. But I also hewed far closer to the values that my mom and dad had. Like really, I, I, I put it this way: I got to my parents, Eric and Gwen. Shout out if they're not, you know, still asleep. Um, I did everything that they wanted me to do. I went to Catholic school. I went to mass. Did you have a choice? I. To go to Catholic school? Yeah. I chose MMSA. 
My parents really? let me choose my school at five years I old. I love how you say MMSA. Like, everybody knows what that Maternity is. Maternity of Mary St. Andrews on the corner of Dale and Arlington. <laughs> it's, been around, it's been around since the early 1900s. I know where Dale is. Where's Arlington? Is That's north of university then, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Everything good is north of university. <laughs> right. Everything good is north of university. Right. You know, as I've gotten older, my uh, my realty specs have gotten worse. It At first, it was north of university, and then it was north of Thomas. And then it was north of front, and now I'm just like, dude, just put me north of County B. Just yep. send me up to Little Canada. Yeah, or Roseville. Or Roseville, either or. How about West St. Paul? It's beautiful. Can't afford West St. Paul. Really? Because no. it's beautiful. I can't afford Every time West I go to West St. Paul, I'm like, this is nice. I'm like, really well, nice. best, best St. Paul. And with West St. Paul, you get, you get that Robert Street where it's just like food, like Food Avenue. You trying to tell me there's no food in Roseville? Not like I tell Robert, hold on, hold on. Robert, there, there is a perfectly good Chili's, right, right off County B two. You know what I mean? An you excellent. Know, you know Portillo's. exactly what I mean. That the Portillos is the only saving grace to Roseville, and it's a chain. That's the so what? Word. It's good though. It's a good chain. There are good chains and there are bad <laughs> chains. That should be a cold open. What's a good chain? What's a bad chain? Kayla, you go first. What's a good chain? Wendy's. <laughs> Terrible. Actually, that's not a bad. I option. love Wendy's. What's a what's a bad chain? I'll go. I'll go first. Wendy's nope. is a bad chain. Nope. Okay. okay, hold on. Are we talking overall quality of the food value. or consistency? Just consistency, quality, quality, value, quality, quality. quality. I don't go there very quality. often, but Chick Fil A is always pretty good. That's good quality. Go. I'll go. Like, it's always the good service is unbelievable at Chick Fil A. That's true. All right, so Culver's. You, you, what's your What's your bad? Dude, I hate bad Culver's. one. Bad. Mm. There's so many. Come on. I don't know. Come on. You know, I love Taco Bell when it's good, but sometimes you go to those Taco Bells and they're just like not good. Why Gross. are you making fun of my Taco Bell? I love Taco Bell. Okay. I just said like that. The Taco Bell but on University. Specific Taco Bells that are good. The Taco Bell on Snelling. I don't think there's ever been a bad Taco Bell. Oh God! There there's have been a bad. Oh, the one in there's Forest Lake. The in one Eau in Forest Claire, Lake is brutal. Go to Eau Claire. Forest Lake. Taco Before my Bell brother went brutal. to school. I agree. It's a bad Taco, Taco Bell, Bell. Horrible. Oh. Yeah. Horrible. That's too bad. Okay, wait. Pause. What What was the decision on who is the most spoiled? Oh, Peter was more spoiled. Probably. Oh, okay. It's different generation. I'm glad you I would, came I would to say, I would Probably because yeah. you're also a lot younger than your siblings, so I feel like oh, that- Oh, yeah. My that, sister Annie is 11 years older than me, and my sister Ellen is eight years older than me. Yeah, that makes sense that he'd be more spoiled. My first new pair of skates- was my sophomore year of high school hockey. Your first new pair? New pair. Bar 100s. Yeah. My first new pair of skates was probably my junior year. Of no, high school. come on. <laughs> no way. We went to play it again for everything. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you were. I wore street well. hockey equipment until I was a peewee. I think we're going to have to fight to the death. We will. Okay. okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Girls High School Her Ice Podcast. Tonight's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe. Three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red and Black League, the largest boys and girls high school league in Minnesota. And Summit Orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities and specialists ready to treat any sports injury. Now, here's Peter and Tony. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool Okay, Peter, 
you said before the show that this is going to be quick, and you wrote out literally an entire page of show. There's no yeah. way this is going to be quick. Well, it's going to be I'm it's going to be quick ish. Okay, it's going to be. Quick-ish. There's so much to talk about here, and I have a extremely hot take, like. You know, number ten in the microwave hot take about girls' high school hockey. Number ten. What is a number ten? At the highest level. level, you hit the little ten on there, and it goes. I don't play hot. with the settings, dude. I just set the timer. And you go. Well, what if yeah. what if it's set to like baked potato? Is that a setting? You no. Know, remember there were some make like a, baked no. potato. Why don't you like make, thaw. Like, what does that even mean? Why don't you just make a baked potato in the oven? I'm just saying. I've seen a baked. I've never done it on a baked potato, but I've seen a. Have you seen a baked potato on a microwave before, Kayla? I gotta say no. Really? Okay. All right. I'm sorry. You make your baked potatoes in the oven, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Don't ask. Me. I think you're on it. <laughs> I think you're on a really crappy <laughs> island. Brought me. brought to you by Oster Appliances. You're on a really crappy island, right? All now. right. We have a lot of bullet points here, so let's start bulleting them. Yeah. Well, it's going to start. Oh, with the stutter this morning. Class A storylines brought to you by Jack's Cafe. Jack's Cafe is hosting a dinner for all of the high school referees. We're going to invite as many up to 200 high school referees based on the number of dollars contributed. I believe we already have 100. Yes, we have 100 referees. We'd like to get 100 more (laughs) in Jack's Cafe and thank them for their service for the year, both men's, girls, and boys referees at the high school level. What's so funny? Well, we were talking before the show about how rich people love nothing more than free stuff. Referees love nothing more than free food. Yeah, it'll be great. I think it's be great to get them all in the same room. So it'll be fun to have. We'll have a good time. We'll probably a few laughs as well. Uh, so. Things that are not allowed to be shouted out. Go both ways. Yeah. Two things out there. Stripes. Stripes. What stripes? Open right. your eyes. So thanks to Bill Kozlak for their yep. sponsorship this year. Thanks for this great idea to... Uh, Give us an opportunity to honor the referees and maybe have some fun and build some conf- content and uh, maybe get some good quotes out of the refs as we uh, wrap up the uh, winter season. Hopefully no quotes from the refs about quitting. <laughs> right. Be like, yeah, this is my first year. It's my last year. I'm just here for the free dinner. Well, it's pretty hard to referee high school boys or girls hockey without refereeing a little bit beforehand. Yeah, I mean, you would hope so, right? Right. Let's kick it off with our defending state champion. Warroad wins second straight, must replace an ungodly amount of scoring is exactly what I wrote in our show notes. They have to replace over 300 cumulative points between Riley Bartz, Kate Johnson, and Talia Hendrickson. The cupboard isn't completely bare. No, it's not. I mean, I can think of Katie Comstock, Mm -hmm. um, Kaya Sandy. Yep. Um, Who was else? There was another. Oh, Jaylee French. I think she was hurt. At the end of the season, okay. she played. I don't remember. I think she was hurt. Sorry, Dad. There. Yeah, I, I, maybe she played, but you know, the scoring came from the top line, right? We it's, didn't talent-wise. The cupboard's not bare, but production-wise, yeah, absolutely. The not cupboard is there. fairly bare. Not gonna argue there. Uh, okay. Orono would be number one if we did rankings tomorrow. Uh, correct. Okay, they bring back. They lose goaltender Celia Dahl. I can't remember if Claire Hills is still with the She's program. She's not with the program, but I think that okay. they are actively, I would say the word, it's a bad word, recruiting her, but they would, they would love to have Claire come back to Orono High School. Where is she at right now? I thought she was playing a Tier 1 program in California. 
Interesting. Yeah. Wow, so, that doesn't sound very. But I don't. Close I haven't seen home. her numbers, but uh, yeah, but she went to California to play. But outside of Celia Dahl, the Spartans lose virtually nothing. Ooh, Josie Raish, May, May Grandy, Bridget Kringen, and May Grandy. Yep. Those are the three seniors that come off that Orono team. Team's going to be amazing next year. Albert Lee on a collision course with Dodge County for next year's Section 1A final. That could be Assuming the section. Assuming they're in the same section. That could be the, if they are in the same section, yep. that could be the section final for the next three years. Because it's interesting. I mean, and we'll get into some more dicey topics, but if you look at Dodge County's, it's always on the bubble. A, double A, A, double A. So True. we'll find out if they remain in A. And if they are in A, obviously Albert Lee will be in 1A because of their school size and location. So uh, that would be a fun little rivalry. I'd love to see them play twice in the regular season. That'd be great so we can go watch them and go down to a game over in where would that be in Casson? Where is the Dodge? Manterville. Manterville. Byron. No, it's not. It's not in Byron. It's either in Casson. I think it's in Casson. Casson. Uh, South St. Paul. I've been to the rink, but I can't think. I think it's in Casson. It's right on Highway 14. They used to have a really good volleyball program. The oh, Comets. Yeah. Yes. The K. Uh, South St. Paul loses a fair amount of seniors, including Sarah Winsonson, who had the viral highlight overtime game winner. Is she a senior? She is a senior. I thought she was a junior. <laughs> no, she's a senior. They okay. also lose goaltender Delaney Norman, who's been their starter huge. since forever. So we'll see what happens with South St. Paul next year, but the Packers finish third this season. Okay. Fergus Falls loses top two scorers, but very, very young. And you know who really impressed? When you're watching the Class A tournament, you're watching and you you can't help but make comparisons between players and yeah. thinking, could they play at the double-A level? Could they play at the double-A level, and could they be contributors at the double-A level? Maggie Greenagle from Fergus Falls could slot in on the top four for 75% of Class 2A programs. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment of her she skills. She played awesome, and I hate that word. Um, I think they're going to be a wagon in that section. I, I, mean, I think they're like a double-A team the next few years. That's how deep I think Fergus is. I think they are, too. I believe they bring back both goaltenders, Lexi Metcalf and Anna Jerkis. Anna Jerkis. Anna Jerkis. Anna Jerkis. Um, can I go back to uh, Sarah Winstonson real quick? Sure. Did that goal make it onto SportsCenter? Or did it just, I have no idea. It should have. That's all I'm going to say. That was an amazing goal. Or as you would say, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we... We can go past, past Fergus now. Uh, Fergus, last note on Fergus, five eighth graders, three freshmen on that team. Right. Proctor, Hermantown, where do we go from here, Anthony? Where do we go? Almost the same lineup as last season. I think nice went year to the was state a senior, though. Champ, no, last season when they went to the state title. Oh, game, yeah. They get yeah. knocked out in the semifinals this year. Yep. What, what, what has to – does anything have to change? Is it just a no. bounce of the puck? Is it – Yeah, I think it's more bounce of the puck. Uh, they do lose some players. I, I, I know that Heitzman was a senior, and I know yep. that uh, uh, goalie McLeod's a senior, and I know that uh, Nia Seeger's a senior. That's not. I'm not looking at any rosters, but I'm pretty sure those three are gone, and that that's a big part of your team. Nia Seeger, Natalie Berg, Natalia Hui, Alyssa Yokum, Sophie Perendo, that's another big one, Reese Heitzman, Maddie Scorseth, Megan Bonfit, and Ava Anik. Okay. 
seniors. That's a big loss. It is a big loss. What I would say on the goaltending front, though, is that Suri Langley played almost just as much and she, as we McLeod, and she's, she's a freshman. She's she's good. Yeah. She's really good. So super, I, I'm super not talented really worried freshman about class. Losing there. And I think it's – is it time? Is it, is it okay if we can talk – about that great 12A team, didn't they lose? Did they lose in the state final at 12As? Do you want me to read off the freshmen on this varsity team? No, yeah, these are the 08s. Riley like, Kalkbrenner, Cambria Thomas, Maya Gunderson, Grace Nichols, Ashley Pruse, Lillian Clemens, and Siri Lane. Ellie Ella Rothi is actually a 10th grader, but she was on that same 12A team that was in the 2021 state championship game. So this is, they were playing in basically in double A teams. That's how deep. This program at Proctor Herman Town is at that age group, and it's time for them to uh, step up to the plate next year. Uh, I, I really enjoy listening to the broadcasts, uh, calling Ellie Rothy, Rothy, Rossi, Rothy, Rothy, Rothy with a shot. I, I was, was just like, happy what to have it? a live stream. I was not complaining. I was not <laughs> yes, complaining. Yes, I, was, I was just saying that you know it's not hard. I've said this before. It is not very difficult. I agree it is the X, and you are upstairs, but there is an elevator that goes down to the main level in probably four minutes. And you can walk, if you're the broadcaster, you can walk over to the to the coaches and say, how do you pronounce these 15 names or these 18 names? It's not hard. It's not that hard. It's an elevator. Do it. It takes longer than four minutes, though. The ride down? <laughs> You get the idea, Peter. If you're broadcasting a game for a network TV or live stream, do yourself a professional favor. Seriously. Yeah. And, and go to the coaches. And if the coaches tell you the name is Rothy, then albeit, then that's then that's on the coach for making the mistake. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, Laverne could be even better in two to three years considering its younger depth. It should be interesting to see what a 12B state championship translates to at the Class A level in high school hockey. Because if you look at it, in Orno, a perfect world, it should Orno, Proctor Hermantown, a lot of these associations. Albert Lee had a good 12A team a couple years ago. They're playing A. And I know and I know the reason why Laverne doesn't play double play A because there's no teams within 2 or 3 hours that they would be able to play. They would literally have to travel every weekend to the Twin Cities to get an A game. The closest mm -hmm. would be Mankato, but that's like two-plus two, two plus hours from Laverne. Yeah. So, you know, to play the Marshalls, to play the Worthingtons, you got to play 12B. But I, I, it'll be interesting to see how that 12B team, who we saw last year in our tournament, we saw them win state up in, like, I think it was Virginia last year. That's a heck of a team. I mean, they're really good. And they, and, lose, and they will be very good. They only lose three seniors. Granted, one of those seniors is Cameron Van Batavia, but still just three players. And they bring back some familiar faces like a Peyton Bear, uh, yep. Emma Sarlus, Izzy Steensma, Ellison Van Batavia, Macy Edstrom. Oh, Ellison is a seventh grader, and Izzy is an eighth grader. I mean, these are really, really talented players. There's more talent, and someone might choke me for this, there's more talent in Laverne than there is in Mankato and um, New Ulm. For right now, I would say yes. At the younger level. That brings me to Mankato East. Mankato East captures the Consolation Championship. They do lose Mackenzie Keller and Anna Rader next year. Who do they beat in the Consolation Championship? Who were the four losers? They were. I think they might have beaten Fergus. 
They beat Fergus Falls. That's a good win. Four to three. That's a really good win. It is. That's a very good win. They outshot them too. Think about Mankato East. I mean, think about Fergus. They beat they beat legit double A teams mm-hmm. during the regular season. So for Mankato to beat them, hats off to Mankato uh, for getting a trophy. That was one of their goals, and they did it. So congratulations to Amber Prang uh, for that. And and here's a here's a woman that has really done amazing things in the Mankato area to promote girls hockey. Uh, from kindergarten to twelfth grade, on both sides of the both both sides of the city. So hats off to Amber for uh, that piece of hardware that's going to sit in their school forever. I think it's more impressive. Here's a hot take. I think it's more impressive to win the consolation championship than it is to the state win the state championship. Oh, uh, that, but it's it's impressive because you well you lose in the first the round. Yeah, you lose in the first round. Your shot at the title is over. You know how easy it is for teams to pack it in for a game oh, and just yeah. be like, let's let's We're be done. done. We're but done. to battle back in the consolation semis and then to pull off a four three win, look at I mean we'll get to Rosemount here in a minute. But did they winning, win consolation? Uh, they did not. Oh my gosh. win the consolation. They won in overtime in the consolation semis, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. That was a pretty cool. That was over. Cool was that over Lakeville North? That was over Lakeville North. Correct? Yeah, I knew that they played in the in the back door. Who did, who won it? Did Moorhead win it? Yes, I figured. They better have won it. That, was, <laughs> that might have been the best team to ever play in a consolation mm-hmm. semi. That's right. Yeah, they beat Rosemount 5-1 to one in the consolation semi. Which is about right. Yeah. All uh, right. That tracks. Uh, Class A storylines. That's it. That's all I got all right. for Class A. Uh, thank you to Jack's Cafe for bringing us that. Um, I can't wait to get back there. I'm starving. There was a great take on Twitter. Someone, uh, someone from Jack's posted a picture of Prime Rib on, like, Saturday. And I retweeted it. I put yum yum or something on top of the tweet. And sub guy from Moorhead, I love the Moorhead Twitter handles. Boy, if they could put they could put on a clinic on how to run a Twitter feed, by the way. Uh the whole the whole city of Moorhead or the whole association of Moorhead. But the guy chirped back as whatever Moorhead twelve A or whatever and said, Hey, thanks a lot. We're stuck with chicken fingers and pizza and you're putting you know primer about there and torturing us that was a pretty good take <laughs> i think that entire association goes to social media class they do like they take all of the the twitter mods and they stick them in a room and they say this i is swear what they works do. this is what doesn't here's work. the password it's the same accounts they don't have a 2023 dino white 2020 yeah. you know like they have they have their 12 accounts or whatever they are and there you it's go a big deal to be handed one of those twitter handles yeah especially in moorhead all right, what are, you, uh, what are the class AA storylines brought to us by today? Lakeville, oh, brought to us by the Red and Black League. Okay. For girls and boys. I know you had a son who played Red Black. I he did. loved it. He was not spoiled either. He probably was a little oh, spoiled. Oh, bogus. Have you met Jake? Have you <laughs> met your son? Rotten. Are you kidding me? You think he's spoiled? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, he spoiled. had a pool in his backyard growing up. Oh, God, up. here we go. Here with, the, here with the pool again. Um... Red Black League was great for him. I can speak personally that uh, coming out of Bantams, it was awesome for him because he got a chance to play with high school hockey players as a ninth grader going into 10th grade. Um, He got an opportunity to meet kids. I'll never forget all the buddies he met from Sartell. You know who his, you know who his, one of his champions, he won two championships. You know one of his coaches was in the Bantam, uh, excuse me, in the uh, Red Black League? Larry Olam. Brent Berger. No yes. way. <laughs> yes. That's very fitting for this show, isn't it? So I want to watch that guy coach a game. 
he was pretty chill. He was pretty chill, but he was probably into it more than some of the coaches in the league. But yeah. but he wasn't like over the top, and I think he did a good job. He meshed kind of the Sartell and the Jefferson kids. They all had their blue helmets, and uh, they had a good time. Good. They had a good time. They won the league. They were vintage, so they were like that cream tan color jersey. So uh, they had a good time and met each other. And and here's a red and black uh, testimony. A year or two later, when they all had their driver's licenses, they met like in St. Cloud and went to this quarry thing where they jump in the water and mm-hmm. do the thing, the quarry thing. So that tells you that the Red and Black League was the conduit to those friendships. And that's and that's kind of what it's all about. Out of an off-season league, right? Agreed. Check them out, redandblackleagues.com. All right, Section 1AA Lakeville North reloads. I'm assuming they'll stay in 1AA. Yes, Lakeville will always be in one, okay. no matter what. I would say. Well, then they one, will... of, one of them moved out to three for, I think Lakeville North was, was... North was in. Three yeah, because they were a. north of South. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah they were. In well, three it didn't a. make sense, but that's no. What I mean, happened. everything is by pins on on the on the map. So if you're gonna pull a team out of a city, you take the one that's more north. Fair enough. Uh, Panthers lose two seniors. They'll Off be back next year. Two. Two seniors from a team that won twenty one games. I like I like Northfield a lot. I think Oatanas gets sunk more than anybody in this section. Probably. It's a two horse race next year. Uh Minnetonka, two double A. I think for a lot of people, I think especially for you and I, I had Minnetonka going to the finals. Um yes. Skippers, I wouldn't say they laid an egg, but they laid an egg against Gentry in the semifinals. Yep. And 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 in the third place game, you watched that game, didn't you? The third place game or the oh the semi? Oh yeah, yeah for sure I did. And sluggish after the first period, scored like a minute into the game. Yep, and then from there it just nothing. Like they're skating in peanut butter. Yeah, um, I think in some ways, um, Minnetonka will be on fresh ground next year. It's going to be that's a the weird year. Two classes year. that they lost back these last two classes that they lost. Um there's a lot of personalities there. There's a lot of talent there and sometimes I think too much talent might get in the way of each other. You mean losing four division 1 commits? You yeah. you think a coach would be like, "Yes." I'm just saying I would prefer to locker lose room, four division 1 I'm commits. guessing locker room may not have been easy. That's just a guess. Yeah, it might not have been easy, but it's hard to weep for Minnetonka when you look at what they got coming back. Like oh, it's Goldsworthy, gross. Lauren Carl, Molly Ryan, Lindsey Avar, Kendra Distad. Still haven't said Ruby Roke yet. No, because I haven't gotten through the juniors yet. Do you want to you wanna go through the sophomore class? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, that team, if I'm building a team, I'm, I don't care where they're committed. I don't care any of that. I'd build my team around Ruby Roke. That girl makes it happen. Every time she's out on the ice, she's making, she's productive. No matter what side of the ice she's on, that's where I would. If I'm again, I'm not the coach of Minnetonka, and I guarantee <laughs> they don't listen to our show. But I'm telling you now, I think they do. That girl can play flat out play. I think they do. Okay. I don't think they'll tell anyone that they do, but they do secretly. Secretly, yes. <laughs> Dark uh, rooms. <laughs> um, Rosemount bounces back after being running timed in the first round. They win in overtime over Lakeville North. Uh, Anna Lee Holzer, I think that's her name. Yeah. Anna Lee Holzer had the game winner in overtime against Lakeville North, and then they lose to Moorhead in the consolation final. 
They lose a good bit. They lose Anna Shandorf, who was one of their leading scorers. Yep. But they do bring back starting goaltender Natalie Kendhammer. They also bring back one of the leading scorers, CeCe Hansen, and the engine that makes it all go, Sophie Strammel. Right, and they're going to get another good goalie from their 15A team coming in next year. So I, I, I like Rosemount's future here. I think a good coaching staff, too. I, Especially I, I, if they stay in Section 3. Yeah, they wouldn't move, I don't think. We don't know. It's hard to guess as to what the high school league will do. All right. Remember, Creighton Durham Hall was in 6AA for years. But that makes total sense. It takes no sense at all. Sure it does. All right, I'm going to save Gentry for last. Section 5 of double Yeah, we're just going to have an entire Gentry section here, aren't we? We do. We're also making T-shirts. We are. Yeah. I got to call my guy in Korea, though. Right now they're a is it called the Revenge Cup. Tour? Yes, and yeah. it's gonna look actually. This is our, an, that's our term. This is actually we an own idea that, term. that I want to put forth. It would be like a band T-shirt, and it would have all of their games on the back. Yes, like tour dates. That's a great idea. Thank you. Centennial Spring Lake Park makes it interesting in the quarterfinal. Bows out in consolation round against. Mora. Interesting. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was one of the most exciting games. Well, yeah, but. Being in the building gives you a different perspective. Well, here we go. After that goal, here when we they go. came within one, Lauren O'Hara had her hands on her knees, and you could see her shoulders. What do you mean within one? They tied it, dude. Whatever, tied it. <laughs> Whatever, it's a big difference. The score was tied with a minute 14 to go. Yeah, and then you looked at Lauren O'Hara, and she was completely exhausted. Oh, completely. Was, again, we don't cheer for teams. We cheer for stories. Oh, I was cheering hard for that to go to overtime. Because just think how great that would have been. Uh, the, one of the top seeds getting beaten by an unseeded random draw team. That would be That's a great story. It would have been cool. I don't cheer for stories, though. I do. I, I cheer for cheer myself. For well, yeah, if you're telling the story, it's a much better story to tell than, oh, yeah, the prohibitive top seed in the tournament won. Who had to play, who had to play a virtual five seed in the quarterfinals. Right, they did. They did. Okay. Ooh, I just almost burped into the microphone. Whoopsies. Oh, thank you for not doing Sorry, that. Sorry, Kayla. All right, keep going. Udina puts up a fight, very nearly topples Andover. End of career for Uma. Tons of young talent remains and a highly talented 15-18. Oh. Edina, eh, oh, man. Gosh. They'll they, be better next year. They would be right up there if I were picking number one tomorrow. I think they'll be better next oh, year. Oh, my gosh. I think they'll be number one. Their three leading scorers are back. Yep. Halverson. Lorelai. Uh, Nelson. Who's the other one? There's a third Maybe one. Maybe Kate McCoy? No, it's not McCoy. It's another N. Wow. It starts with N. We really No, it doesn't start with out. N. It ends with N. Oh, uh, wow. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right, well, it's while I find Chapman. it. It's not Chapman. It's not Ellie no, Chapman. No, it's not Chapman. It's She's not gone. It's not Lauren Zawoyski. It's not Zawoyski. It's uh, Halverson. Wow. Is it? Horton. Horton. With Horton, Halverson, Nelson, and Horton. 2020 Girls Player of the Year. I think she was a player of the year a couple of years ago. It was 2020, right? Was one, I don't know. Yeah, it was 2020. She's a sophomore this year, so it would yep. have been 2020. Yep. Then we'll see who comes out of the woodwork, Reese McConnell or Nora Hannon in goal. Uh, that won't be an issue. Big skates good to fill. Tenors. They're they good goalies. Lots of good goalies. No, I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying you're following Uma Cornier. Right. Who just polished off like the greatest goaltending career. Speaking of which, speaking of which, there was one of the sets of bride. So it must have been the first game. 
they couldn't decide what her, her last name was. Cornea. <laughs> Cornea. Yeah. I mean, it was like simply get on the elevator, go downstairs and ask, how do you pronounce the greatest goalie in the state's history? How to pronounce her name. Yeah. And don't fight me on that. Is he Marvin? What? That is, he's the best goalie we've seen. The Uma. state's ever seen. Uma's the best goalie. Yeah. Is he's there not. Uma is. <laughs> All righty, Andover. Andover, Andover, Andover. Mm. That game was closer than it appeared. And I disagree. I never thought that they had a sh- I never thought they threatened them. They did, though. They did not, though. You know, yeah, sorry. I, didn't, I wasn't in the building. You weren't. You weren't there. Right. You don't care. I do care. No, you don't. I was covering it. You don't it. care enough to spend 20 bucks to get in. I was covering that game. <laughs> I believe our coverage for that tournament was fantastic. I think it was, too. But. They were close on a few shots, couldn't hit the net. If you combi- hit a couple of posts, I think, too. So by a cumulative 11 inches, they could have had three extra goals. Horseshoes, baby. Horseshoes. And hand grenades. That one, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they lose a lot. They lose Berger. They lose Gettle. They lose, lose Stagman. They lose Brown. Yeah, they they need a goalie really, really bad. Yeah, we'll see if somebody makes a return to the Andover Association. <laughs> I'm just, it's happened before. I know. It's happened before. I know. What I like about Andover, though, is that the coaching staff was not shy about putting their young players in key spots. Like, I saw Piper Andrews, a freshman, who on most teams would not get off the bench during the state tournament. She played. She had a regular shift. She had a regular shift, and next year that's going to pay off because Piper Andrews now has experience playing at the highest level. So she could be a contributor next year. I don't think, and I think Andover will be just as good as they were this year. Wow. Right there. Okay. They'll be in the top three. I think they'll be top three. I think they'll be top three. Boy, once that that sophomore class gets to be seniors. It's going to be sad. That's going to be scary. Oh yeah, yeah. That's but they'll scary. be juniors next year. I know. I'm and you know what? They're going to roll. They're going to be all rolling in with their Division One bling when they get there too. Every one of those kids will be committed by November first next year. By the time they all commit, that that could be a record-setting Division One commit team if you just went by total Division One. Yeah, commits. you think go down the line. It's, it's crazy. That's Jones, Little, nuts. Kasich, Angler, Christensen. You know, it's. Insane how deep that is. And they also bring back Nora Sauer, who spent time on the top unit this yeah, year. Yeah, she'll be first liner. Mum. Just bananas. I think Kalen Mum will be a Miss Hockey finalist. I kind of write that I down think right she now. Will too. Write that down right now. A semi-finalist. 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 Because remember, we got to go ten, and then we got to go five. Oh my god, that is sorry. That's stupid. <laughs> Just. Why? Well, we're going to kick you out. You you don't get to see it sit at the, the banquet table. Oh, it only gonna, has room for five. We're we gonna, don't have room for it. We're going to publish ten names. We're going to gauge public perception. And, and then, then we're we'll going to narrow five. it down yes. to five. Yes. Oh, gosh. Don't get me started on that. Moorhead wins the Class 2A consolation title. Should face heavy challenge from Rozo next season. But the Spuds bring back a lot. Everybody. Not a, not everybody. Well, they lose a few. A whole, they, they lose, lose their a leading home, scorers. Right? They lose Bria Holm. Yep. A Dronin, too? I think they do lose Olivia Dronin. Okay. Three, four, five. Five seniors. Uh, Ellie Feeney, Annie Krieg, and Ellie Laban 
are the other seniors on this team. But not Dronin. She must have been a junior. She is a she's a senior. She's a senior too? Yep. Oh, so yeah. Holm, Dronin, Feeney, Krieg, and Laban. Ooh. Let's see now. Let's go back to Do you to want me that. to make you feel better, though? So they're all juniors. They're class. They're strong at the junior class. Do you want to be seniors next year, do right? Do you want to feel better? Yeah. They bring back Taylor Bruski, Ella Holm, Julia Grammer, Kate Cossabud, Olivia Corton, who Ryan Kraft described to me as a stud. Yes, she uh, is. Annika Strom, who I thought had a really strong season. Addie Salvavold. Goaltender Taylor Crescent is only a sophomore. And then you've got the freshman Lucy Wilson, Claire Burns from Haley Melquist, and Samantha Stage or Stage. I don't know how to pronounce that. Don't know how to pronounce that. That's another. That's a good team, though. But you know what? If I was broadcasting a Moorhead game, would I would go ask? down and talk to Coach Kraft and say, "Hey, Coach Kraft, how do you pronounce this young man's name?" <laughs> it's really not that difficult. All right, Gentry Academy Revenge Tour. Here we go. Um, so we're going to start out our our takeaways with Gentry Academy Re- Revenge Tour. No, I'm just throwing them in there as my last Class Two A storyline. Oh, okay. Um, I just don't know what part of the show you want me to defend Gentry Academy. Because I've been a staunch defender of theirs as long as they're members of the State High School League and as long as they're not coaching practice during gym class and as long as these kids are academically eligible and they didn't transfer illegally, why do people care so much? And why would anybody with a verified account or a burner account go on and call these girls cheaters? Uh, cause that dude. Who Why? Will remain Why nameless. cheaters? I don't. I don't get the cheating. Bro. I, there Where is no. There cheat? is no cheating. They're a team. If you had a beef with Gentry, it should have been four years ago when they were admitted to the state high school league. Yeah, that's when you should have. And guess what? Guess how the coaching coaching sorority fraternity con conclave. We'll call it the coaching conclave. Cult has decided we're not going to play them as their. Revenge back. Well, guess what? That came back to haunt you. Uh, that article paved the way for Gentry to win a state championship. The one in the Tribune? Yeah. I, I convinced <laughs> of it. And I brought it up on our boys' show on Sunday. I'm like, careful of Gentry. They're going to be pissed. They're going to be pissed. Because it's not just a boy, not just a girl's issue. It's not just the girls. It's not just the, the uh, Annie Cashman from Stillwater, who's, I'm just quoting her, was saying, we won't play them because... Because of X, Y, and Z. Well, the Immonals will be saying that another all the other boys coaches are saying it too. If you look at the section opponents for boys gentry, what's their record in four double A is? It's zero and zero. They got no 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 teams in that section will play them. No teams, period, are gonna play gentry moving forward. I thought that was required. No. I thought you had no. to play a section. No, opponent. you don't have Why to. wouldn't you want to play a section opponent? It, they, it's because it's whatever. go read the article. I did read. Go the read the article, and all, and I'm not ripping on Annie Cashman. All all I'm ripping on is the fact that she's saying what everybody else is doing, right? She's I, just I, saying she verbalized what everybody else's actions were. Not blaming her, but that statement alone would would infuriate that it's now public. It's in writing. I give you know? her credit for being public with it. Yeah, but same. it's also a shot across the bow. You can't schedule them ever again. Yeah. You can't schedule them ever again because you already said you weren't going to do it. So when Gentry loses 90% of its scoring next year and its starting goaltender, you don't you don't get a freebie non-conference game there. It, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't understand 
I take it back. I do understand because people are sad and they need something to do. And that, there are some people in this world should go to therapy. It's almost like instead you instead of doing it's that. Almost like you listen to the boy show because I said this part about being you're either a happy person or a miserable person. The happy people go on with their Twitter feed and laugh and joke and enjoy themselves on the internet, and then the miserable people can make up fake names and go on and destroy Twitter feeds with comments. It was just I. I try not to hate scroll. I know. But I, I know. hate scroll. You did. For a couple of days. Okay, Peter, um, I I institute a policy that I I, I, I I proposed a policy and for Twitter commenters and, and see if you like this one or not. It's not official yet. We may make it official right now on the show. Okay. And that is if you have a burner account, if your name is whatever, little puff, right? <laughs> and you make a negative comment on our t- Twitter sh- stream, we're just going to block you. So yep. Right? You like that? If no. you're John Smith and it's a picture of John Smith and I know who John Smith is and you come after us, I'm okay with that. You got to live with what you just posted there, John Smith. I'm okay with that. I don't disagree with that. There were a couple but of But if people- John Smith is perpetually a if you Dick. spam our mentions with the same thing over and over again. Gone. Gone. See well, you just block people you don't agree with. No, I'm blocking you because you're annoying as hell. Yeah. You're annoying. And it's okay. We can do that. And, and, and here's the reason. We have a really happy job. We're we're literally in a very happy. I am the happiest <laughs> person I know, damn it. It's a very happy job, right? Like, we're in a very great position. We get to go cover Youth sports, high school hockey, PBAA, BAM fifteen A. We get to cover all this. It's fun, and and some of these people are kind of just raining on our parade. And I'm just not going to let them in the parade if they continue to rain on it. That's actually a really good segue into my my rant. Is that your rant? Or have you no, ranted? no, my your rant. rant. I have a tier been. one rant for okay, later. Okay, do you want to go first with your rant, or do I'll you want go. me to go first? I'll go since I'm ranting. Okay, I will. So, and. By the way, this does apply to boys, but it's a little bit more watered down at the boys' level. If you look at the rosters, and people aren't going to like this, by the way, if you look at the rosters of Andover High School, if you look at the <laughs> rosters of Minnetonka High School, if you look at the rosters of any public high school, and, and Edina, you're not scot-free on this either. No. Um, Come on. You look at the rosters of the successful girls' high school hockey programs. Mm-hmm. I'm talking there's eight of them. There's 12 of them. Uh, there's maybe 15 if you really get, you want to stretch it a little bit thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can look at Class A, mm-hmm. right? You can look at Class AA. You look at, and I'm going to start naming some names here just because they're all there, right? They all just played in this tournament that we covered, by the way. The South St. Paul's, the Simleys. Every the, team. Every team. Every team. Like, even Orno, right? Oh, yeah. They, they all got them. You all got players. Stillwater. You know, throwing you know throwing stones at a glass house, right? Everybody's got them. And here's what I'm going to give you a description, I'm a, 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 an analogy. Cheer one hockey, every year you get a new t- set of players. Little Caesars has kit, takes kids from Bell Tire and Honey Baked and – Chicago Mission takes players from Chicago Fury. You, you, you kind of do a, a, a player swap. What we have in Minnesota, except the, the only difference is we have high school hockey jerseys 
and they have their students from that specific high school hockey jersey that they're playing for come and support them at their games. Other than that, girls hockey in Minnesota is tier one hockey. Okay. Am I right or am I wrong? And th- th- what I'm saying is there's 15 of them. There's 15 to 20 tier one teams. And yeah. then there's 120 that are just playing on a, just playing a supporting acting role in this thing. I wouldn't go so far as to call it tier one hockey. Why? Because there are certain guardrails in place. Oh, I can, I can think of a player right now who sat out all of last season. I can name her. Yeah, I don't right. know her first name, and her name is really hard to pronounce. You still heard the announcers struggle. Oh, I But she sat out. She did all of last season. She as did. a transfer. She did. So That's there, after there are guardrails in place. Yep. To stop the okay, and okay, com- a little bit. So a little bit. I don't. I don't mind the comparison to the practice of tier one i mind the not the practice the method because tier one you can make all the arguments you want about how there's recruiting in high school hockey and how dirty it is and yada 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 it is nothing compared to some of these no. tier one teams dude i agree you, with that. i've watched and the, and the travel there's no travel on the boy side i've watched the same kid play for windy city honey baked i, I agree Mission. They, We've they, seen them. It's in the same city too. You'll you'll get a kid who plays for CYA, and then they play for Chicago Mission, and then they play for Team Illinois, and then they play for the Chicago Reapers. So it's. I don't think that transferring in Minnesota high school hockey is. Can I say incestuous on this show? No. Yeah, yeah, you can. It's not as incestuous as it is at the tier one level. No, no, no. But I, it, 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 we have a flavor of it, and there's 15 tier one programs or 20 tier one programs in the state. My my point is. Everybody, like, let's just use Champlin Park, Coon Rapids. Okay. You're either in it or you're out. You're the in or you're out. Yep. Right? I mean, does does Centennial, do Centennial and Spring Lake Park high schools with 1,500 to 2,000 students, do they really need to merge? Do they need to merge? Numbers-wise or quality-wise? To compete, they needed to merge. To compete, they needed to merge. You've seen what happened since they've merged. They've been yeah. very competitive. Yeah. Champlin Park and Coon Rapids, do they really need to merge? No, it's to compete, right? They're trying to fight off the Andovers of the world. We don't need – what we we need is another class for the non-Tier 1 program. So, like, Tier 1, you got your own little – if you're a Tier 1 team, you're over here. If you're a non-Tier 1, you're over here. And then if you're a Class A program like Albert Lee – I mean, look at Albert Lee – there's no recruiting into Albert Lee, right? I'm going to laugh if you if, there if are. we publish this and somebody's like, well, Albert Janie, Lee. Janie Smith is from Rochester. <laughs> no, you could say that about another Dodge team County. in 1A. There you go. You just said it. So my point is, is that we are building – the system is built for to make it really easy to, to transfer and move and move in. And yes. It's, and there's there's a hundred – there's a hundred teams, let's just for round numbers – that have literally no chance of competing for a state tournament berth. And okay. that's a busted system, I think. Is the system designed to give everybody the best chance at winning, or is the system designed to give everybody the best chance of playing? I don't know. That's a good answer. That's a good, that's is it playing good or question. winning? That's my, winning. Qu- that's my question. We cover winning. We cover wins so, and losses. Don't we cover wins and losses? We both came from losing programs, though. <laughs> Uh, mine was not a losing program. 
my co-op had kids from five different schools in cities, St. Paul, Roseville, Woodbury. I don't even know where St. Croix Lutheran is located. It's water, Woodbury. It's somewhere around there. It's on the eastern part of the metro. And we sucked. But I got to play. All right. We had 85 kids try out for our program. Okay. Senior year. So I'm going to so pull we were, And we were decent. But we were no Jefferson. We never. We knew we weren't going to beat Jefferson. I'm going to pose a question to you. Are you pro? But or? we also had our best player leave Southwest and go to Jefferson and score the game-winning goal in the section Are you final. pro or anti-transfers? Wow. You pro, pro, nope, no context, pro or anti? I'd be anti. I'm pro. I'd be anti. I'm pro. It's none of my business why you're transferring. Well, yeah, I mean, that part, it's yeah. It's not my business. It's not my business. I, 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 I'm not, not it's saying not my that. family. I'm just saying if you're going to have rules, they got to be enforced. They do, but transferring. But tra- I had a conversation with this exact it, conversation with somebody today. You know and I know there are plenty of boys and girls out there who have transferred who really aren't haven't moved out of their house. They never had any hardship. They never had any of the things that, yep. that fall into place, yep. and they're just basically renegades moving on to another team so they can win a state championship. Yeah. That's I'm just so I'm, how do you, I'm anti that. But how do you I'm anti that. That's but why, I'm not that's anti, why I said, I'm not anti I'm not anti somebody who's legally enrolled into school, no matter where they live, whether they're whether it's at Gentry or Hill Murray or Minnetonka, they're legally enrolled there, that's fine. But I'm not I'm not in favor of this, you know, and you know who I'm talking about. There's people out there that literally skirted these rules or have enough money to get around these rules. Um, it just doesn't feel right to me, that's all. So how do you how do you parse through those players and those families? Versus I have no idea. Parents get a divorce. We can't afford to pay the tuition at Blake anymore. That's a good question. My dad got transferred to a different job or my mom got transferred to a different job. We had to move. If they move, I have no problem with the people that move. This coach, this coach called me a derogatory name and I, I hate the coaching staff. We want to leave. How mm. how do you decipher between all of these different levels? It's hard. It's impossible. Transferring Again. for athletic reasons is impossible to detect. Again, you could kill all, and I and I know this would make it even more tier one. Is if you just made if if the if if Minnesota hockey ran high school hockey, and every Hill Murray would have an association and. Vanilla would have an association. Holy Family would have an association. The private schools have their own association, and they would have a, a varsity and a JV team, and they would all play U18 hockey and play under USA hockey rules. There aren't enough bodies to keep track of who's transferring and why. Would, the, Are you putting your mouth All on the you mic? would have to be, because I get frustrated. It's a nervous tick. <laughs> I want to hit my head on the mic, but that would be too much. Um, it, it, would, it, would, it would alleviate all that. If you're you're if if you've proved your attendance at that school, you could play. They should call all the, the transfer rules would go away. They should call up that registrar that you interviewed from Centennial, from, who has to from, from Blaine. Blaine, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my, who has Lord. to verify every home oh my address. Eight hundred home addresses in Blaine. Talk about that job. Yuck. Yikes! All right, let's move on to the takeaways. Uh, thank you, some uh, excuse me, Red and Black Leagues for covering that part of our storylines. Now let's get into the state tournament takeaways by Summit Orthopedics. Okay, 
So I went to every game from Thursday on, did not go to Wednesday's games. Uh, being in the seats is better than being in the press box, except for paying to get in. You didn't pay, though. I did. Well, you're about to. As of right now, it's still on my balance sheet. Okay. And number two, not being able to go to the post-game press conference. That sucks, Peter. That sucks really bad. That's the – those are the drawbacks. I got angry for no reason at all. You didn't. You're just being sarcastic. No, it's no. It does suck that you can't go ask Izzy Marvin a question about the state tournament. Yeah, a state tournament game. I got over it pretty. But quick. Bjorn could. You could go ask Bjorn to go run down there. The he problem could. is, then Bjorn would miss the first period of a game. Well, considering how many photos he took, he would miss the entire second game. And we wouldn't get our photos the, for post game. Yeah, that was the one drawback is not being able to go to the press conferences. Yep. But one of the nice things about being in the seats is that you do just kind of run into coaches and administrators and you get to have those conversations that you couldn't have during a, a post-game press conference. Correct. So that was fun. It was nice to bump into a whole bunch of people. Yeah, time. you're kind of a celebrity. No, I wouldn't say a celebrity, but I've worked for you long enough where I just know some of these people. Some of the same people show up at our stuff. It's my uh, favorite. Year. my favorite part of the state tournament is I go on Friday nights for boys, um, is just kind of seeing everybody. Yeah. How happy everybody is. Yep. On that first day. Right. I remember last year, uh, this isn't related, this isn't related to uh, anything really, but I actually did go to Wednesday because Minneapolis was in the quarterfinals. Oh, you did, didn't you? And it was fun to see all the Southwest, the Roosevelt, Edison, all the old, hats and jackets were coming out and here i am i'm walking up with my literally my teammates from high school probably four of them as we're walking up into the building and i'm i'm basically in tony's ozone mode at this point with my high school buddies and i get to the crosswalk and there's some lady from alexandria and she does she goes into the hole you picked minneapolis uh you never liked us kind of that that you picked kind of yeah. chatter and my buddies who have no concept what tony scott is they're just like why is this lady from alexandria <laughs> chirping you right now oh like it's my day job don't just ignore them just ignore them but it's but my point of it is is it's a lot of fun to see people from all over the state like i got friday uh i went after the world game i was at the friday night I was saying I go to the Friday night game and go to the bar and see all the world people and see all the people from Prior Lake that we had been with all these years. And it's just fun to kind of just be with them and be part of the part of the party and not necessarily part of the press conference. So that's the, the good part is to kind of going to a, I like to go check out a game or two, you know, a, yeah. a session. I'll go to usually Friday night because that's the hot session. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would say not uh, from a coverage perspective, I like being in the seats, too. You can go to different sides. You can pick your angle. Sometimes I sat high up. Sometimes I sat on the glass. Sometimes I sat close to the bench. And the yeah, closer and girls, you can do that. Yeah, the closer you are to the bench, the more you get out of it because you can listen to the coaching staff and you can listen to the players on the bench. You lose so much of that sitting in the press box. Right, I agree with you on that one. You just you don't feel it. All right, so let's talk about. You had something about attendance here. First day was bad. The first day kind of. <clears throat> That's fine. I don't, I don't really care about that. That's a wash. <laughs> That's a wash. What was the tenants like for Gentry and Andover? Andover had a great crowd. 
full okay. stop. But but not much for Gentry because they're just they're, too small. I think there might have been like seven sixth graders there. It wasn't good, huh? No, it wasn't. I think boys were playing that night too. So yeah, they were. So the the the, the upside to if they were playing Minnetonka or Centennial or Moorhead is there would have been a bigger crowd for the chip. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Andover stacked a full section. Okay. With students good. and Minnetonka, I think did that the night before. Friday. And Andover would have done did that. Yep, Andover did that. Minnetonka would have done that. And Edina, I think, would have had a pretty good I agree. crowd. All right, let's get to K-Fan Bubba's. Oh, man. Where to begin? Which one annoyed me the most last week? Here's the deal. K-Fan is one of the most popular sports radio stations in the country, right? It is, yeah. Maybe even the number one. It's close. If not... As and far as their rank ratings, well, they're the they're the only show in town, really. So they that's why they get such good rank. And full ratings. disclosure, I don't listen to K Fan. Okay, do you? Um, I listen to Paul Allen after a Vikings victory. Okay, and I have a ten minute commute, so occasionally between five thirty and six, I'll listen to Dan Brero on my way home. Okay. I maybe Vikings games that would be the my only commute time is I listen ten to minutes. Yeah, my, so it's, mine is a minimum of. 30. You're not K fan is only getting ten minutes of my listenership one way or the okay. other, and then you have to factor in how many times am I on the phone when I'm in my car. And K fan fans, for lack of a better term, are a weird bunch, man. There are little yeah. there are little things that like rube. rube apparently rube is a word that they say oh, all, all the, the freaking time, yeah. time on K fan. Yep. The initials game, I have no idea how you play that I game, don't. but everybody When I hear that, initials. I just turn it off. I that loses me right away. I'm not saying I hate K fan, don't listen to them. I'm saying K fan discovered girls high school hockey on Tuesday night. This is a good take, by the way. They spent four days crapping on girls high school hockey. And they'll forget it ever exists, ever again. I, I well, not ever again. If there's something else, if if you, you something get, else if you bothers get a get end of game cross check, oh, you'll get you'll get it. You'll, they'll come back. It's controversial, and they can they can spark something, a spark a debate, spark some controversy. They'll that's what they're paid to do. It, it bothers. You're gonna realize that. But it bothers me that you got trolled by a caveman. Three different times. I know. Like, I got beef with I Dan. I didn't. I just so was like, okay. It started with Tuesday night, and I heard Dan Barrero use the term stealing to describe players transferring. He's just trying Ste- to get Ste- no, you. Don't take him mute him for a second. I, li- I, listened to, I listened to his malarkey earlier. Malar- using, using malarkey? The, using not- the term stealing as if players and parents have zero agency when they transfer. As if somebody is being kidnapped in the middle of the night, thrown into a burlap sack, and dragged across the freeway to a different program. Nobody's being stolen, you moron. And then there was the video clip of Issa Gettle's cross-check that should have been a two-minute minor and nothing more. She didn't need to be kicked out of the tournament. She didn't need to be suspended for the state championship game. And the fact that a college head coach tweeted that she is a dirty player, he's seen her play multiple times, buddy... You and I went to elementary Who? school together. Who did that? His name is Josh Funk. He's the head coach at like Hood College in the Boonies in Maryland. Buddy, you would kill to have Issa Gettle on your team. So I don't know where you get off tweeting about a dirty player when you are scrapping for players far less talented than Issa Gettle. 
you would kill to have Issa Gettle on your roster, Josh. Wow. I uh, I thought my tier one take was the hot take of the day. And then Justin mine Gard. Just put mine on the simmer. Justin Gard rounds it all out with, you know, Gentry Girl thinking her family in California. It just says it all. Did you be clear on what you, you were doing there? Because I barely understood it, and I knew what you said. Do you want me to just pull up his tweet? No, I know what you said. They, they, they That one's been hot. That one was like a half a million views or a quarter million views, something like that. Like, Give me a break. The girl lives here. She's, she's lived here for four years. Yeah, she plays for Gentry. They've been certified by the State High School League. Gentry Academy kid thanking her family back home in California after winning state pretty much says it all, does it not? No, it doesn't say it all, Justin. She's lived here for four years. And what did what did uh, Coach Kraft say from Moorhead about Coach this? Kraft, who had the ultimate take? Whatever Coach Kraft said, I'm with. Whatever he said. I don't even, this is, I even this heard is it from, before. This is from the say? Rink Live. The former Spud, Gopher, and NHL player says a model like Gentry's will push public schools to be better. I have no problem with it. I think it's great, Kraft said. This is the coach who got absolutely pumped Pounded. in the first round. Running timed, by the way. They are bringing better players into Minnesota and raising the bar. The vast majority of the players on the team are from Minnesota. Also, by the way, it forces teams in Minnesota to be better. It forces everyone else to work a little harder. From a pure developmental standpoint, it improves our game. Kraft believes that the State High School League is going to allow the model, then it's up to the rest of the teams to figure out a way to match Gentry. It's not about the ice time for me. It's more about the let's get this group of kids together who are really talented and go win a state championship, Kraft said. The high school league is either going to have to pull the reins back on one school or allow everybody else to do it. This is the guy who got running timed by Gentry. You and like, he's all like for it. it. Yeah, I know. Bring me the fight. Bring me the fire. Let's if go. that makes me get better, then it makes me get better. Gentry Academy is a state high school league accredited team. Deal with it. I agree. I agree. The time it. for all of this anger and animosity and quite frankly, all this BS about whining, whining. all this complaining. That was four years ago when they were admitted to the state high school. That's league. when you should have complained. That's when the complaint should have been raised. And, and the thing about it is, I, 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 there are, it sounds like we're taking the side of Gentry. There's been plenty of people in our comment streams on this stuff from, from Gentry who have been just as immature. Uh, we, we talked about, uh, I, I made a tweet about who won between the Class A champ and Double A champ. You, you, they, yeah, acted as if, they acted as if we you know came to their house and... You know, it was pretty funny. Didn't take off our shoes or something. It was they were so insulted. I'm like, you know, and then they start listing off all the excuses about the goalie pads and the. I'm like, you know what? I'm just take. <laughs> all I said was the facts. I didn't talk about the the trip up north and the, you know, the goalie equipment locked in the wrong bus or whatever the excuses were. Don't care. I really don't care. Stop acting like a child. The fact of the matter is, the class A champ. Beat the class double A champ, put a sock in it. And then they went, Well, it's the only loss we had. And then I went back, oh, I actually lost to Proctor Hermantown, too. Yeah, not that, but that loss. I'm like, Just chill out, Gentry. Chill out. We are on your side. We are on your side. We, if you are, you have girls playing hockey in Minnesota and you're part of the high school league, we, we are not anti Gentry. Why would I can't? I, I want them to get good games. I want them to get good games. If they got good players, I want to see Karen Sajovic. What's the difference if she's playing at Hillmarie or if she's playing at Gentry? There's no difference in my eyes. Is there? Are you, any trying to, are you trying to tell me that she wouldn't play for Moundsview 
or for she should, Irondale. That's where she's from. But she wouldn't have played there. No, but that's my own. point. Like, I want to see Karen Sajovic play hockey. The most overlooked player in the awards scheme is Kara Sajovic. It's not even close. You, we can call it Myself overlooked. included. We can call it overlooked, or we can call it collusionally overlooked. Well, she on that side, but not on our side. To me, and I'll tell I'll tell the public, it was impossible to pick a player of the year finalist out of the two twins and Kara from that, that team. It was too hard. If I picked one of the twins, now now I'm offending the other twin. If I pick Kara, now I'm offending the twins. Like we kind of got into a ch- chess game there as far as getting our our choices. Well, I, we can I, right. I don't are know we, if this we, is really lifting the veil, but Kara was one of our last. Oh, for years. sure she was. We, we take a big list, we narrow it down, we narrow it down some more, we narrow it down again, and it was Kara her was one and of the last players. It was her and Aguchi. Yep, they were the last ones gunning for that five spot, but. I just. But I, who are we gonna bonk out of there? We're gonna bonk Uma. Out of I there? know, and and now we're getting and now we're getting into too much. But we had our five, and we stuck with five, and and Kara, part it's part of, that's part of the revenge tour. She did not because of YHH, but because of Miss Hockey, right? And and then and then the revenge just gets better. You know, the seating in sections, the seating in state. Yeah. Congratulations to Gentry on winning state. Um, I think. It brought a light to girls hockey. Uh, maybe not the perfect light, but hey, at, the, the, at least the light was shining on it. I had more people talking to me, including Mrs. Zozel, about girls <laughs> hockey this 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 state tournament than she's ever ever talked about. She talked oh. about the the ISA cross check. Yep. And two, two she, minute minor, nothing more. And then she talked about Gentry, and of course she wasn't educated on it, and I had to. Sit her down and explain it to yep. her. She's like, oh, okay. And I understand that that only comes through K-Fan's reach to route back to the beginning of my rant. I right. understand that. I just wish that it could have been balanced a little bit more with some of the cool things that were going on. Agreed. Like a team of middle schoolers in Albert Lee going to the state tournament. That's a cool that story. Would have, that would have been a cool story. It would have been a lot cooler than clipping an Issa Gettle love tap knocking over Hannah Halverson. Yeah, and my wife... Just you think it's a love tap. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. My wife's like, that's not a dive. And I said, well, I'm telling you that <laughs> some people think that's a dive. Some people think that's not a dive. Right. I, I'm, hey, in, I'm in the middle on it. I don't really, I was indifferent. I just right, know. Maybe, maybe. I watched that game. I watched Issa Gettle and Hannah Halverson were like magnets to each other all <laughs> night long. And I think it was some frustration of Issa's, and I, Hannah didn't get hurt. Hannah played the next day, and she had a huge game in their third place she win. Made the so, team. so yeah, so dive, no dive, cheap. No one Un- would argue that wasn't cheap. That was cheap, unnecessary, and unnecessary. yes, cheap, yes. Okay, good. great. We decision. agree that's cheap. No, no, that was a bad right. decision. But just to hear so not hear, but see some of the things like she kicked, kicked out. out. Kicked out was the dumbest what? thing. What? That's what's what? dumber. What's dumber, Peter? Kicked out or Telling a hockey player who's played the game for twelve years to clear the zone when they're shorthanded. That's um, it's close. Uh calling for her to be kicked out, that was the dumbest thing that I've ever seen. That was dumber than clear the zone? Yes. Clear the zone. That, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen on Twitter. And I've been on Twitter for ten years now. All right. You have another take? You're not gonna talk about snow, are you? Please don't talk about snow. Snowmageddon. 
Snownami. Hey, we could have lost the, the tournament. Storm of the century. You need to reschedule. Doomers. Yeah. Oh, that one. That was one of my. That was one of my takes. Doomers. You're yeah, the doomers. worst. Yeah. You're the worst. Reschedule state. Everybody made it. All right. And without any problem whatsoever. Well, I'm assuming they had to drive like a little. But wasn't slower. it great? I mean, think about the snow. I mean, you couldn't have timed the snow any better. Both snowstorms were in the middle of the night, and like yeah. at least where I live in Bloomington, by six thirty my road was cleared, and by seven thirty the snowplow company plows my driveway gone. It was like I never even had snow, other than we added two feet of snow. To my accumulation in the front yard. Uh, well, I live in the city of St. Paul, which means we don't get plowed. So my drive to the rink wasn't any worse than it normally is. It might have taken 60 seconds longer right. to drive down University to right. Kellogg. And for the record, I have a snowplow company because I'm never home to s- <laughs> shovel Oh, snow. you mean like your driveway. Driveway, yeah, Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like your city plows. Oh, no, the city plow came by six. Oh, and the snowplow company is by seven. I was out, no problem. Are you still playing who's more spoiled? No. It's no, that not. guy. It's no. that guy. Um, no. no. I said both classes should be more entertaining next season. So I think the field is a little more wide open next year. Stop putting your mouth on the microphone. You look like my dog trying to eat his nail I... bone. I think it's more entertaining next year. I'm, a st- I'm sticking with my tier one take. I think it's more Just entertaining tier one next It's just year. condensing. We're going to have two teams. Soon. Uh, seating one through eight. I think Minnetonka Centennial Spring Lake Park makes a pretty darn good case for seating one through it eight. It won't happen. I know next. it won't happen. It I won't have a happen. wish list. Okay. The last thing on my wish list is the quarterfinal rounds on Channel 45 instead of the live stream. Neighborhood Sports Network did a good job. Except I'll they didn't say go downstairs they did, and get name they, they, they did a good job, and thank God there was a live stream. But I would like to see these on 45. I know you can't work in all your super funny Chuck L's commercials, but I, I'm not going to argue with that. There's n- there's no on this show. No one's arguing that they shouldn't be televised. I don't know why they're not, but it's in a contract, and they're just living up to their contract. That's fine. Everybody's got a contract, don't they? Right, and I I think it probably has something to do with basketball. Um. I think it probably has something to do with basketball because they obviously and they broadcast basketball, right? So yeah. there's probably X number of games that they that they they're contracted for, yeah. right? So they they go out, they 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 solicit a contract, and 45 is oh, the yeah. only one who answers the contract. Like, nope, Channel Four is not doing it. Channel Eleven's not answering the contract. Why not? They don't have anything else going on. Have you watched Care 11 are, are during you the day? Are kidding me? Do you understand how you TV works? you watch Care 11 during the day? Do, do you know how it works? You could replace the Jennifer Hudson show with no, but basketball they have, but they have games at night. Dummy. So they don't have anything good on network television network, at night? Well, yeah, that's your opinion. But the fact of the matter is they get paid a ton of money to put it on their, their network. There's a lot of money in TV. Yeah, there's a lot of money in TV. Are so you sure? the only way it works on 45 is 45 just has syndicated reruns. Which are probably more popular than what syndicated reruns can be. CBS has come out with usurped over a CSI episode or whatever else they got on network TV. It's not CSI, but it's close enough. It's always a buddy cop comedy. Look, Anthony, I understand how television works. Okay, I understand that there are can't contracts. This is a wish list of things that I would like. Got it. Got it. I didn't see that. That's not on here. That's not on here. It's just tournament takeaways, not Peter's wish list. It's also brought to us by Summit Orthopedics. Broken arm, broken heart, broken face. 
Summit Orthopedics. Broken face. Can they fix a broken face? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Probably. I would trust them. They, they, seem, fix, they seem smart. They fix Grant Conan's broken shoulder thing. Ah. Actually, I had a college coach mention him a couple of nights ago. Really? They liked him. Yeah. Well, it was a, a club club coach. So okay. he was he assumed that Grant would be out of his reach. So he was looking at some other players on oh, the East Ridge yeah. roster. And then he said, Yeah, they got a kid named Grant Conan. He's their leading scorer. And I said, Yeah, he's a really good kid, good family. Yeah. You want to take a shot at him? I mean, go for it. He signed a tender with uh, Aberdeen. Oh, so no. Then the guy I was talking to has zero. Does not have a chance chance at Grant Conan. Uh, You never know. You never know how things work. But thanks to Summer Orthopedics for fixing Grant, and thanks for them fixing up a lot of great athletes and great uh, weekend warriors and all that stuff. Uh, Thanks to all of our sponsors. Do you have anything else you want to say? Because I want to say a quick shout-out to all of our sponsors. Um. It's been a fun season. Sorry to see it end. Yeah. If I say any more, I'm going to get emotional, so I'll just end it at that. I thought it was some fantastic hockey, some new faces, uh, you know, come to the forefront. You know, uh, what's the McGowan from from Simley? Yep. Uh, I, I swear to you, I, I don't know if I said this on our show once, but I, I think I told somebody this once. I literally had to go look at each game performance to make sure that it wasn't a typo in her, like, 30 or 40 assists. I'm like, there's no way this... She had over 50. Yeah, but remember when we discovered her when she's, like, 20 or 30 assists? I'm like, there's no way someone has that many assists in that few games. And then so I went in for each game, each, and I went and looked to make sure each game, that number of assists added up to the number on the, on the summary. That's how unbelievable her performance was. So hats off to her and hats off to all those other new players that we discover throughout the season. It makes our makes our job a lot of fun. I think we're going to discover a lot of players next year. Ah, yes, we will. Yes, we will. It's going to be great. There's a ton of great class of 2028s coming yep. up, and uh, I think it's going to be a fun year next year. Do you want to tell me who your number ones are, class A, class 2A? Well, I already said it in a few different tweets that uh, I believe Orno will be the number one team in Class A. Um, I think that Proctor Hermitown will be right behind them, and then I think it's just wide open after that. You know, we'll see what uh, World uh, has next year. I think they'll have a decent team. I think Crookston will be a decent team. I think Northern Minnesota will be better than the Metro next year. Wow. Okay. That's a hot take. Do you have yours? My number one for Class Mm -hmm. A, it's Orno. Orno, okay. Um, and then on the double A side, <sighs> that's what I mean by more wide open. Well, I like Moorhead a lot, and I like Centennial a lot. But here, are you ready for my preseason number one? You're not going to like this. Probably not. Hill Murray. Oh wow, that's a good one. Will be number one next. That year. is a good one. Go ahead. Oh man, you go Andover. That's what it's going to be. I don't know. Andover's going to be good. I know they're going to be good. I just don't know if they're very good. Edina's going to be very good. And I, I think Minnetonka, Minnetonka be is going to be just as good. Yeah. So Gosh, I think we're back it. to the same usual suspects. I, I think we are, but I don't think it's as clear cut as it was last year when you watch the state championship game and you're like, That's she's just, back. She's back. Yeah, she's yeah, back. Pretty she's easy. back. She's back. Yep. There's a lot more conjecture. I had year. to go with a number one. You have to. It's your show. Hear that, Kayla? It's my show. It's your show. Come on. Minnetonka. And did you take Orno? 
She stayed. She stayed West Side Lake Minnetonka. Yep. All right, I'm going Hillary, and I'm going Orno. Hill's a good pick, Hill's but I still pick. think that Northern Minnesota is going to have some great Class A teams next year. Well, uh, thanks to our sponsors, Jack's Cafe, Red Black League, Summer of Peaks. This is our final show on the girls' high school side. Five seasons. Awesome job, Peter. Five seasons. Uh, and also a hat tip to Todd as well for having the vision to kicking this show off. And uh, it's been wildly successful. Uh, we're very <laughs> passionate. What's so funny? It has not been wildly successful. I think successful. it's been wildly successful. This show is fantastic. I, I can't tell you how many people... I run into talk to me about this show and what we say on this show. I think that's I appreciate the that. definition of success. And the show got even better this year thanks to uh, Kayla Jo Franz for her graphics, her producing, everything she does to make the show better, her height, her long legs, uh, all of those things that she does for our show. Uh, thank you, Kayla, for that. You should say thank you into the microphone. <laughs> what's it like flying Sorry. in a plane yeah there you go what's it like going to the Not xl great. energy center oh so for all of us here at yhh thanks for tuning in and we'll see you guys around the rink thanks for tuning in all year long used to keep it cool used to be a fool all about the bouncing master Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. Used to keep it cool.